Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We know that we have some big challenges when it comes to those facing chronic homelessness here in Salt Lake City. It is a big problem. Could the solution be found in a very tiny home? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So as we look at the opportunity to really make a difference in our community, so often we need to get to these crucial conversations. Uh, We've been talking over the last several months about a tiny home village planned for Salt Lake City, still awaiting uh, the final city council review and vote. Uh, but while we wait for that, the, the other side village, we've talked about this on the, the program before, uh, has garnered a lot of support from the community, from business leaders, from homeless service providers. Uh, and the question is, why? Why are people all rallying around? So often when we see or hear about projects like this that seem to have so much promise, we sort of run into the, well, not in my backyard, or that's not good for my business community. Uh, and this is different. Uh, if you're not familiar with the other side village, uh, it has uh, one zoning approval from the city's planning commission, was zoned as public lands and now is a form-based urban neighborhood district. Uh, as I mentioned, we're still waiting uh, the Salt Lake City Council final approval. Uh, but this is on a, a model. Uh, we've talked often about our friends at the Other Side Academy, uh, which is just transforming lives in just an extraordinary way. And so we wanted to dig into this a little bit further as to why is this particular tiny home village really getting some support from a- across the board uh, really pleased to have joining us on the line now, Derek Miller from the Chamber of Commerce. And uh, hopefully we'll be joined uh, soon by Turner uh, Bitten, who's uh, from the Glendale Community Council. And uh, Derek, appreciate you joining us today. And so often from a business standpoint, it's, it's easy for business to say, well, we're just about business. Uh, but the Salt Lake Chamber seems to be focused on, hey, this is a way to make the community a little bit better. Boyd, always good to be with you. Thank you. Wonderful. So give us your perspective from the business community. What is it about this particular approach or this particular project uh, that seems to have caught the imagination of a lot of those in the business community? You know, I think whenever we talk about homelessness, it's important that we we define the term. And you did you did a great job of talking about chronic homelessness. Um Often we, we see people living on the streets and, and we think about homelessness, uh, but those aren't necessarily the people who are experiencing homelessness in a traditional sense. I, I kind of put 
this into three categories. One that you mentioned, the chronic homelessness. Uh, then there's a, a very big uh, population, actually, that avail themselves of the typical homeless shelter. And those are temporary situations that, you know, somebody loses their job for a few weeks or they have an unexpected cost come into their life and uh, something unexpected happens and they find themselves temporarily homeless. That's a different problem with a different kind of solution. And then, of course, as I said, we see people living on the street and and those are typically service resistant people. Those are people that it, it wouldn't matter how many shelters you had or how many beds you had available. For one reason or another, they don't want to go to a homeless shelter. And, and sadly, too often, that's because they're either in a, in a mental crisis or they're suffering from drug abuse. And right. But that's a whole other category that, that needs a whole other solution. But today, specifically, as it relates to the, the other side village, we're talking about, as you said, that chronic homelessness, people who need permanent housing solutions. Business community is, of course, concerned about all three of those categories of, of homelessness. But in this case, what we love about the other side village, and as you said, this, this is a solution, other side, other side academy, who have a great history and a great track record of teaching people the, the very important characteristics of accountability and taking ownership of your own life yeah. with, of course, support a support network around them. And, and now they're taking what they've done at the other side of other side Academy and put it towards this new solution that uh, the other side village, that's going to employ those same characteristics and those same life principles of accountability and ownership and apply it to help address our chronic homeless problem. Uh, that's great. Derek Miller uh, joining us, uh, CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber, Downtown Alliance. Uh, we're also pleased to have joining us now uh, Turner Bitten, who is the chair of the Glendale Community Council. And uh, Turner, we appreciate you joining us today. And I uh, wanted to get your perspective from the Glendale community, of course, which is which will be the neighbors right there. And often we talk about this not in my backyard. Uh, why is this particular other side village uh have some excitement or some imagination in terms of you there in that community. Yeah. And first, thank you for having me today. I'm, I'm very excited about the other side village. And as I've talked with my neighbors, uh, the overwhelming consensus is that this is something that belongs in Glendale and on the West side. Um, what we're talking about and what has gotten this community so excited about this project is that it's about creating a permanent space of welcoming for folks who are currently unsheltered. And um, for those of us that are, are, are familiar with uh, the way that housing works, um, when folks receive permanent supportive housing, there's upwards of a 90 to 95% success rate. Essentially, this is about a planned community that's coming in with a mission to create a space that's safe, accepting, and welcoming for formerly unsheltered people. And the thing that my neighbors are most excited about with this project is that it's a permanent space for people to be. You know, this is not an overnight shelter uh, that's coming in temporarily. This is creating a permanent space for the residents of the other side village. And the other thing is this is an investment in the neighborhood that we need. So looking at the grocery stores, the different social enterprises that are proposed there, that kind of commercial development our neighborhood is hungry for. And so overall, the project is 
we view it as a place-making exercise that's about creating a place for unsheltered people and about investing in our neighborhood and making it stronger as well. Uh, I I love that, a place-making. And when we do that, when we create space, uh, it's amazing what we can do and and what that really means. We're all fellow travelers on this uh, crazy place we call planet Earth, and I think the approach you're taking there uh, from the Glendale community is is just extraordinary. Uh, Derek, just real quickly, uh, as you yeah. look, look at the investment in uh, to the other side village and really a lot of the things, uh, uh, Turner mentioned some of the things in terms of the social enterprises. It's it's really designed to be a destination place that uh, for business uh, as well as for those uh, dealing with uh, some of this chronic homelessness. It's really a, a, quite a model, and, and I know you, you've seen it, Boyd, as well. And for those who haven't, can certainly uh, look up on the Internet the other side village and, and see the plans. And what I really love about it, not just from a business perspective, but from a human perspective, it, is how it is built uh, and envisioned to in, instill pride. We all want to have pride in our communities. We all want to have pride in where we live and we already talked about the, this principle of, of ownership and accountability, but the, what that, the result of that is that it gives pride, and, and we, it's a model where people will be able to help take care of their own neighborhood, take care of where they're living. Uh, I had the opportunity to talk with Joseph Grenny, who runs the Other Side Academy and who's proposing the Other Side Village, and, and he really shared this vision with me in a remarkable way about how the the vision is not just to give someone somewhere to live, but to also share with them the ability to take care of where they live and not just their own home, but to help support their neighbors and, you know, picking up trash, these kind of simple things, but important things that, that, that instill these life principles that are so important to sustaining our community. Yeah. Such, such vital stuff. And I, I just think it is part, everybody wants to be part of, something. They want to be part of a community and a story. Uh, and I think the other side village is going to be just that kind of place. And I think for so many of those who are on the street or who are facing some of these things, uh, if you ask them about their homelessness situation, I think most of them say, well, yeah, we, we have a home. We just need a house to put it in and a community to become part of. And I think that's uh, the exciting part of all of this. Derek Miller, president and CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber, uh, Turner Bitten, the chair of the Glendale Community Council. Thank you both so much for joining us today on this crucial conversation. Thank you, Boyd. Thank you. We're going to stay with the conversation a little bit longer because this is really one that uh, has my imagination going. I think the potential to transform lives and strengthen community is so immense. So coming up, we're going to dig a little deeper into this and look at why are some of those who provide services uh, to those facing homelessness, those that are unsheltered, why are they throwing their weight behind the other side village? And what are some of the other things that we may not be thinking about that could be a great benefit to our community? It does take a village, and the village is us. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. 
In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.